for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 361 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhardt. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Buddy, how's it going? It's going all right. Not gonna lie, kind of wish we were just playing Fortnite right now, man. I got that <laughs> Fortnite bug bad, bro. Got the itch. They added it all doesn't the... help that they just dropped the DBZ stuff. I know, like, and we've only gotten just to play. dropped it play a couple of games with our dbz i sent you goku did you see that last night no i did not yeah see I, sent, that. I sent you goku that oh, way you could be goku sometimes i'll be vegeta you know what i mean yeah sure uh so oh i got it okay listen i'm gonna let all you guys in on a little secret time right so i got a plan will old luke cruiser right that dastardly oh, rap scallion is yeah. wanting to play some Fortnite with us tonight. Okay, after we record. Oh, so okay. You know what I think we should do? Enact a little. What should we do? Old, old-fashioned revenge. Okay, so we're going to be in a oh, squad no. with him, right? So uh -huh. this is what we're going to do. The first time he gets dropped, you know how you can run over and pick him up, pick your buddies up, yeah. and put them over your shoulder. I'm going to do that. And then I'm just going to throw them at the enemy so they can finish them off. Oh, my goodness. That's that, cold-blooded. That'll show him for everything he started the whole past four <laughs> or five weeks. So that's the plan. So I wanted to tell you now. So And then what will be funny is we'll, we'll, haha, we'll yuck it up for the next hour or so, talk about some Star Wars probably. And then we'll go play. And then in the morning, the episode will come out. And everybody would be like, oh, shit. And then hopefully if I do it, I remember to record a clip of it on Xbox. And then the humiliation circle is complete. Mm. So that's the plan. Man. That's the plan. Poor guy won't even see it coming. I'll only do it that one time. I'm not going to continue to grief him. What if What if he flips out? What if he's like one of those internet yeah. meme dudes that flips well. out when they get real mad? Yeah, what if he's just had enough? And then it's like the <laughs> Halo kid where he like takes all his clothes off, starts bucket on the bed, and tries to shove the no, that's, and no, that wasn't, of his butt. That wasn't that wasn't Halo. That was World of Warcraft. 
Oh yeah, that was World of Warcraft. I think that was staged too. I don't. Think I think it's real. fake too. So, buddy, we got some we got some shit to talk about this week. Uh, your old pal Halls, he might have been a little right about something, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Anyways, I mean, you kind of live in a world where you're often right about it. No, that's not true. I I just know a few things about a couple of things and something that came out a couple of weeks ago I said hey don't don't be too worried about it yet I think I think something's I think it's going to get straightened out one way or the other um right but we'll get to that in just a second uh hey if you want to follow us on social media or anything like that check out blueharvest.rocks that's our website we got a fucking website our buddy Sean built Brands. us a website it's banking. It's, it's still got that new car smell. There's all kinds of we little pieces. We haven't pulled the plastic off of uh-uh. it yet. Uh uh-uh. uh. Look, it's beautiful, bro. And he put he put our recent reviews. He's done some updates. Look at this, my man. He put all our recent reviews. Cares so much for us. Uh, speaking of our buddy Sean Hoffman, you got to do us a little favor. And when I say you, I mean the royal you, the listeners you. You got to go check him out on our friend Josh Pot Josh. Chapman's podcast, Star Wars spelt out. He was the guest this week, and it was fucking delightful. Josh Chapman is also a Bluey aficionado, if I'm not mistaken. He is. Guess what? Part of the guess what they were talking about on the show? A little bit of Bluey. Little well, bit of bluey. you know, season three just dropped for like us yesterday. Yes, here in the U.S. on Disney Plus. So. You know, there are in the last couple of days, there have been brand new blueies for us to watch around the house, which has been nice because the kid's been sick. He started running a fever uh, uh, night before last. So he was out of school uh, yesterday and today. But today he hadn't run a fever. He has been he's been feeling better. So I'm going to send him to school tomorrow. And uh, I don't know what it was. He was just sick. He just got sick and didn't feel good. And he he has bounced back quite well today. I know it's. Part of going to school in the beginning, but it was nice to have those blueies yeah. to watch while he was down for a little while. I got to talk to my dude Liam a little bit on the Xbox headset. That's always a good time. I know. By the way, I, I meant to say this to you. He pulled a little tricky maneuver on me last night. Did you notice that? Did he? What did he do? Where he was like, um, "Did you see the new Ghostbusters movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife?" And I was like, "I did." And he goes, "Yeah, well, what happened in it?" And I thought he was putting your old pal Hall t- Halls to the test. So, you know, I uh-huh. gave him a quick summary. And then he goes, is there scary stuff in it? I could probably watch it, right? I didn't realize, <laughs> like, this was probably a conversation you had had with him where it was like, I don't know, buddy. might be a little scary for you. You know yeah. what I mean? And then he comes to me to see if, like, I say, no, it's cool. You, you see what I'm saying? He was pulling a little yeah. slick little maneuver on his old Uncle Hall's there. I'll tell you this. I've been dragging my feet on it, and I'll tell you why. Is because I can currently use the excuse that I haven't seen it, so I don't know what's in it, and I've got to watch it first to see all the scary parts. Now, that's true, but when I watch it, I will, you know, I know there will be scary parts that are a little too scary, and I, I'll just have to see if they're, you know, I'm sure the rest of the movie's PG enough. You know, I, I just haven't had the time to put in to do it, right? right? Like, haven't had the time to just watch a movie to myself at night. Right. Um, but also, I don't want to disappoint him if it's super scary, it's you know, not. in some parts. It's not. It's really not. I well, mean, I, I didn't I'm a bad judge of character, I, so as far as I movies. I know there are. 
you know, there are some parts of that girl Ghostbuster movies that are scarier than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, the whole movie. It's terrifying. <laughs> I'm not saying that because I'm some dick bag making YouTube car videos. You guys know that. It's just not a very good movie. Jeez. Oh, um, so, anyways, when you go to Blue Harvest Rocks, you know what else you can find? You can find a link to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast, where you can support the show for as little as $3 a month. You'll get access to all their bonus podcasts. There's a ton of them. We're going to have a new Cooking with Will coming out soon. I know people are yeah. getting real excited about that show. I'm sorry it's not already up. These weeks keep getting more involved. In, I did not expect the kid to be sick this week. I, I was expecting to have a little more time to myself while he was at school and the little one was napping, but that did not shake out this week. Yeah, it's all good, buddy. <laughs> you got dad stuff to do, man. Dad stuff yeah. takes precedent over podcast stuff. Um, and the thing that was nice is that now he's going to school like, oh, I remember. I remember now what the single kid with a nap was like. There's like a whole two-hour stretch where you can get things done. And because uh, now that I had two kids, like that didn't exist. You know, Liam didn't take a nap. So there was never a, a quiet window just to get stuff done. Um, so, But dad life. I've been talking too much about dad life this no, episode. No, no. It's just my, it's my in and out. It's my daily. Like, that is my life. Like, dad life is my life. So listen, uh, the reviews are in, my dude. People love Mama Burkhart. Boy, howdy. Oh, Did I get a man. lot of the messages. I got phone calls. Our buddy Sal Perales, one of the nicest human beings that has graced this earth, a walking ray of martial arts sunshine called me to tell me how much he liked my mom on the show dude your mom is a pure joy and and listen to this our buddy justin he uh he tweeted at me oh we love mama burkhart let's go right now tell her to listen to man digging his duke mm. she would like that story buddy i mean that would hit home she would love that She'd she probably knows that story i've probably told her that she story. probably knows that dude she knows exactly that dude she knows exactly who i'm talking about um jacoby says to see her show so much interest in what you're doing and what you love brings me a lot of joy this is so cool yeah um, agreed let's see what else um uh, our buddy Carl Fox, by the way, fellow Mississippi State Bulldog, says, oh, oh my God, your mom is Hill adorable. Um, yeah. And yeah. then our buddy Phil says, the most wholesome shit, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Neil says, your mom sounds awesome. So lots she of people. Did. Lots of people. I the universe gave me another dose of your mom and I was very fortunate to get it because oh, we're yeah. lucky enough for your sister to send us an invite to Jackson's fifth birthday party. And so we went and it was great, dude. There were kids everywhere. Goose was riding all the kids around in the little, uh, the ATV side by side with the bed in the back. So he had, you know, he had four uh -huh. kids in the uh -huh. back, two sitting next to him in the front, you know, just riding them through the woods, you know. And uh, he had this big bouncy water slide that they had, always like, get one of those pool at the bottom yeah it was it was good it was good kids played on the trampoline there was cake Bruh. you know there was happy birthday there was pizza there was you know 
Sunny D's, you know, Capri Suns on ice, bottles of water. Like, it was just really great. Your sister and Goose, you know, but I'm sure a lot of that was your sister planning. And to the T, man, it was great. Amanda knows how to throw a fucking party together. I tell you what, Amanda's a good event planner. Jackson's birthdays are always real fun. Um, I was so bummed I didn't get to go this year because I had to work. And I'm still in the period at my new job where I can't take time off. That's coming to a quick, quick uh, end, though. It won't be much longer. So your boy may take a couple extra days off here and there. <laughs> I need it. Go I've been working band. seven days a week for three months straight. Yeah, man. You got to get out. But uh, your mom and dad were cool. I was really blessed to get the time with them. I felt really fortunate. They asked me about you. You know, yeah, trying to get all up. the gossip. I heard. I know. Yeah, they wanted the inside details. Like, all right, well, I know you talk to Hoss. Yeah, so, what's, uh, your, what's Hoss up to? So, yeah, tell me about Hoss. You know. Speaking of my mom, uh, so the uh, the podcast appearance might have got to her head just a little bit. So she was listening <laughs> late Friday night, and um, Okay, so this is this is um this is the first I get this text from her Friday night at six while I'm still working. Okay, now that I've had to think about it, my favorite Star Wars characters are Chewbacca, Han Solo, Obi Wan, and of course Yoda. When am I gonna be able to listen to that podcast? And I said, It's out now. And she said, Okay, I will have to listen to it later. Then later, eleven thirty at night, probably stomping kids with you in Fort- Fortnite while she's sending me these texts, she says I'm listening to your podcast about halfway through it. I love it, but I want to know if these stories you tell about Eric and that other dude that you ran over his foot are actually true. She she asked me that. That Did was you, one of the things. Please she tell asked me, me you told party. her. Please tell me you told, told them her, they were real. I told her, I, no, I didn't. Oh, I told her that they were pure. Well, I was trying to set you, her mind at ease, buddy. Just, she is a mother, she and bought, she is. Bro, you just put the bit. This was gonna. We were gonna call her and get her to talk shit on Eric and Luke, and that was gonna be the coup de gras of the bit of the oh, beef. Well, your boy maybe put she the nail forgot in that coffin. Unfortunately, no. Nah, we'll see. Well, maybe I'm still she forgot. It. Um, she said, "Whenever you need a guest, I'll be glad to be on there." Three laughing, smiling emojis. Question: Is Andor a Star Wars movie? Ha ha ha! That is not Tim McGraw. What is Bad Patch? Bad Batch? And so I texted her and told her, you know, what all that stuff was. Um, so we're going to call my mom and see if I can't get her to talk a little shit on the motivators. That you know, your mom would like the Bad Batch. I think she would like, uh, I, well, you know what she would really, she would really like uh, Mandalorian with Baby Yoda and shit. Oh, yeah. 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 That's something. Her and my dad are basically retired. They should hang out and watch The Mandalorian. You should make them. You yeah. got to go and make them. Talk about when this next hold trip up, you up, go, up, sit up. down and make them watch The Mandalorian. Hold them hostage until yeah. they do. Watch the first episode. There we go. Hello? Hey, Mom. Hey. You're on the podcast. I have to tell you that legally. I'm recording you, okay? Hey. Okay. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to let you know everybody loved you on the show. Well, I'm glad they did. I got a lot of I got a lot of uh, feedback about you being on the show now. However, I think uh, I think this is one of those things where like you get bullied and you got to go tell your mom. I need you uh-huh. to I need you to give Eric Struthers and Luke Cruiser a piece of your mind about what they've been doing to your boy. Now that's that's just that's not right. 
Right. Now, what has he ever done to you? (laughs) But be nice. (laughs) Now, this is is getting a little bit ridiculous. You need to leave my son alone. That's right, Mom. You tell him. Tell him some bad, say bad motivators. Mm -mm. No, no, no. We don't need any kind of motivators like that. Nope. 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 Say, say it say it. eric and that other dude eric and the other dude bad motivators leave him alone <laughs> <laughs> thanks mom thanks mom you're welcome i appreciate it so uh, okay. w- w- have you guys started watching any of the star wars tv shows yet and okay where are they located we on disney plus disney plus that's okay, an app I don't... you okay, and dad should on... You and Dad should hang out and watch The Mandalorian. That's the name of the show. There's two seasons. Okay. And then the after that, you can watch the Boba Fett show. Okay. It's really good. Now, do you... Okay, we have Firestick. Can we get that app on Firestick? Absolutely. I'll even let you use my login. Okay. So... You, you should watch that. And then what we'll do is when you and dad start watching it, I'll occasionally call you guys and get your, your quick reviews on episodes. How's that sound? That sounds good. I know you're itching to uh, be on the show again. Of course. Yeah, I hear you've been bragging about it today. I hung out with Courtney and Brooke, and they were like, your mom said she was on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. How was Courtney and Brooke? They were excellent. Okay, and how was my brother? He was good. Okay. I'm you no know, smart aleck stuff. I mean, you know, just we were just, you know, just new boot goofing. Okay. <laughs> just vibing. Just, you know. You know, me and Dennis, we just new boot goof when we get around each other. Okay. Well, that's good. All right, mom. Well, <clears throat> I love you. Everybody thought you were awesome on the show. I just want to let you know and let mm-hmm. give you the chance to tell those two hooligans what's up. Yeah, those two hooligans need to leave you alone. What's going to happen if they don't? I'm a, they're going to get a piece of me. Uh-oh. You, you don't want that smoke. You don't want that smoke. <laughs> you don't need to get my temper up now. Mm-mm. Get my temper up. Uh-uh. All right, Mom. You wouldn't like okay. her when she's angry. Well, enjoy the rest of your night. Tell Dad I said hello. I will. All right. Love you. Bye. Barbara Burkhardt, everybody. Well, that's what we can look forward to. We'll get, I'll see if I can't get my mom to like speaker phone in with my dad. Like, you know, certain technical uh, things might be a bit of a reach to get my mom on the show, but I could call her and hold the phone up to the mic. Yeah, that's easy enough. You see that? Do you see that? You told her that it was just all fun and games and shenanigans and she rolled with the bit like a pro. Well, you're her son. If you tell her that's the case, she's going to defend you like a mama bear. No, I, I Fuck think, what I say. No, you're the authority on the No, matter. you know what I think it is? I think my mom respects the bit. I think she probably respects the bit. Your mom's down to clown. <laughs> Woof. All right, let's talk about some Star Wars. We'll kick it into Star Wars gear. I did. I went and had lunch with uh, my cousins and my goddaughter and my uncle today. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. You got to hang out. One of my favorite stories is is uh, of you hanging out with my uncle Dennis at that Journey concert. I love that. Oh, buddy, I, does he talk about that? I always wonder if he does. Well, whenever he bring like whenever the subject to you comes up, he's just like, "How's Will doing? Will's a good guy. Will's a good guy." Oh, like, yeah. I'm glad he thinks so. All right, can you see my screen? 
I can, yeah. Now, I really liked hanging out with him. This is this is not like major news. I just saw this floating around today and it was cracking me up. I guess this is the cover for Star Wars number 29 that's coming out later this year. What in the fucking Dick Grayson, Flying Grayson's ass is Luke wearing at this event? Why is he wearing a mask? He's wearing... I mean, I'm, I'm sure there could be a masquerade in a Star Wars galaxy, but, but what... no one else. What? What? The... what oh, good is that does... Leia wearing a full-on face mask? I don't know. I think that might be Holdo. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Leia. I'm not sure. <clears throat> um... Lando and Chewie ain't wearing no mask. No, no. You don't you don't cover up this Lando, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't hide that from the world. I don't think Mark And the Hamill next question I have mm-hmm. are the roses laid out in some sort of arabesque? I don't know what that is. I was wondering that too. It seems like it's such an odd placement and design, right? Like Or is it just like garland supposed to be along I, I the think, background? I think that's what it's supposed to be. I don't know. I was wondering that too. I'm way behind on the Star Wars comics, so I don't even know what the fucking what in the eyes wide shut is going on here. You know what I'm I mean? sorry, that's because you showed me this. I'm just kind of shocked. And not like in an awful way, just kind of like what is going on with no context? Like you're just kind of like what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, Super Spy Luke. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then eloquent Lando Calrissian escorting a lady who has the most awful complexion. It's either a mask or some no, sort of kabuki makeup. No, that's a mask. You can see the whole. Like you may not be able to see it because it's screen. Share, I can't but see it on my see, screen, but yeah, it's there's like you can see the holes. It's not some lady that looks like, you know, no, no. Look, look like you were burned in a fire. <laughs> Something wrong with you. I just I like like I said I the crap but the Chewie has just, a gun yeah right like because he, they're all in the courtroom attire like royal attire and Chewie's still strapped yeah my man says I keep that motherfucking thing on me is what Chewie said that's what he, he says, says it's part of my religion <laughs> I just thought it was funny because I don't know that little mask that Luke is wearing in that cover just cracks me up. Um, so, okay. Chewie said, I thought the crossbow made it formal. Um, so listen, you know how a couple of weeks ago we were talking, we were pretty bummed about all this news about the, uh, trouble behind the scenes of the Knights of the Old Republic remake. And remember me saying like, this is the thing, that franchise, that name is a money maker, money on the table. There's no way they're going to just let that be the end of it. This this right. game is going to come out. Will it be a by Aspire? I don't know, but there will be a KOTOR game eventually. Um, and even in that original report by Jason Schreier for Bloomberg, he said that sort of the word inside the studio is that another developer under the same umbrella by the name of Saber Interactive... Uh, was going to be taking over the project. Well, (coughs) Embracer Group. Embracer Group is the company who owns Aspire, Saber Interactive. They announced today, by the way, that they're buying 
the rights to Lord of the Rings. And I don't mean game rights. I mean the rights to Lord of I the Rings. I saw that, and somebody was hinting that they were like, yeah, it could be like Gandalf movies or like, you know. There's going to be some silly-ass shit coming from Lord of the Gollum Rings. Gollum like movie? That. Like I was like, oh, shit. Bruh, give me a give me a, a a Gimli and Legolas movie post uh, Return of the King, whatever the fuck they're up to. I know that's basically what we're gonna get from the Amazon series is like a Melkor movie, like the story of Sauron's, you know, a uh, master, like the the big evil badass. Like I think that would be cool, like a story that tells Melkor. And then you could go right into telling the story of Sauron, but you basically tell the story of the corruption of Middle Earth from the, you know, what they're up to the whole time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Embracer Group, they had a lot of shit going on today. They announced, like I said, that Lord of the Rings thing. They announced that they are buying limited run games, which is one of my favorite uh, companies. They do really cool physical versions of games that don't normally get physical releases like digital games and shit. They've d they're the ones who do all those cool um, Star Wars collector's editions of like the old games, the reissues. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Anyways, um, and during the process of all of this, they were sort of talking, I guess, to investors and stuff about, you know, the purchases and stuff that's going on. Um, behind the scenes and one of the things they mentioned was one of the group's triple a projects has transitioned to another studio within the group this was done to ensure the quality bar is where we need it to be for the title that's 100 percent talking about knights of the old republic being transitioned from aspire to saber interactive right that, I mean, it sounds obvious to me. Um, and can only be good for the the project. Now, though, this, I imagine. now, okay. So I've seen this floating around a little bit. The funny thing about this is, is it never the 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 correction or the follow up never gets the amount of reaction that the initial terrible tweet does, right? Or the terrible news right. does, where it's like. Oh, well, shit. the headline sells, right. and the more dire, the more it sells. Um, anyways, uh, part of this, they also said, is that they didn't expect there to be any delays associated for this title. <laughs> I call bullshit. You're not taking uh, the development of a game that was supposedly being worked on for three years already transferring it to a completely different studio and saying that there's not going to be some sort of delay unless they already planned for that game to come out in like 2027 or something. Bruh. Well, if they haven't released the release date, they exactly. can just say it's still on time. <laughs> exactly. That's the other thing I was going to bring up is it's not like they were saying, Oh, the Knights of the old Republic remake will be out in winter 2023 or spring 2024 or something. There was no, even hint at a release date or a release window. So yeah, they can just say there's not going to be a, a delay. Yeah, I mean that's my take on it. If they haven't told us when it was coming out in the first place, they can claim it's still on track, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, 
like I said, and and because this is the thing. In most cases, it's not always the case, but in most cases, if a game is outright canceled, you will hear it from the developer, from the publisher. Somebody is going to let you know. Now, it may be there may be a period of time where the game goes dark. Um, you know, game game news about the game goes dark, and then they're like, "Yeah, it was canceled" or whatever. But most of the time, you're going to hear it. It's very rare that a game gets announced, gets announced, and then like. You just never, ever hear an update on it. And then it just disappears. Like, there's always something, right? It's happened a couple right. of times. There's been a couple of weird rock star games. They had this game that they announced called Agent that was going to be like an open world spy game hmm. um, that people were really stoked about. And they talked about it at a couple of conferences and stuff. And then it just went dark. And they've never talked about it since. It's clear that it's canceled, but there's never been a formal announcement. So it does I can kind of see where some of those elements might have been folded into GTA Five. Yeah, maybe could could be could be. There are a little bit of spy, like you know, the parachuting. The you do some crazy shit as a hardcore criminal, right? Like, I don't know. It would have been cool, though, the thought of it. Star Wars thirteen thirteen comes to mind out of one of those you were mentioning, one of the ones that got mentioned and then never talked about and then the, just never came out. Well, no, they, they officially announced it was canceled. That got an oh, official okay. announcement that it was canceled because now it was definitely more of a case where it was announced, it was shown off, and then you never saw it again. And part of the reason you never saw any more footage, official footage, was because after that first E3 reveal of the game, that game went through a ton of changes to, to the point where it morphed into being a Boba Fett game where you mm-hmm. were Boba Fett going through 1313 doing bounty hunter shit and like collecting pieces of his armor. Cool. Uh, and then, you know, Disney buys uh, Lucasfilm in October of 2012. And then I think it was early 2013 13 when they announced that they were closing LucasArts and all the projects that LucasArts was working on were canceled, which meant Star Wars 1313. It's a sad day. So speaking of <clears throat> Star Wars video games, I thought this was kind of interesting. So they announced this week, Disney announced this week that they're doing a Disney and Marvel game showcase. Oh, wow on September 9th and that Lucasfilm games will be there too. So, uh, there, there at least stands to be some potential, something we might see related to star Wars games. There, the sort of teaser trailer or whatever you want to call it that they released for the event. The only star Wars game that they featured in it was the Lego Skywalker saga. So it may be Mm -hmm. some kind of DLC for that, but I guess there's always the potential that, they might show some Jedi Insider. Or Jedi Insider. What is that game fucking called? Jedi Survivor. Jedi Insider. Um, which I think that, you know, I think we might see something there, possibly. I would not count on seeing any of the other announced Star Wars games. You're, I, I would be very, very surprised if you saw the Knights of the Old Republic remake uh, or the open world Ubisoft Star Wars game. I just don't right. think that's going to happen. 
they're still a ways away. In fact, like <clears throat> the <clears throat> the the studio that is uh, doing the open world Star Wars game for Ubisoft, Massive Entertainment, I believe. Um, so the they've been working on a fucking James Cameron's Avatar video game for years now, and every time that movie got pushed back, you know, because the second one got delayed several times, so did this game, because they were seemingly wanting to release it alongside the second movie. Mm -hmm. um, they announced a couple of weeks ago that that game is is delayed past the end of the year, and that's going to come out before Star Wars in. They're devoting the most of their resources to finishing that Avatar game, 100%. So their Star Wars game um, is a ways away. <coughs> um, just, just keep that in mind, right? For everybody that might be excited about any of these announced, they're, they're still a little ways away. Sitting here babbling. Maybe we should call my mom again and ask her what she thinks about video games. Ooh, what's the? What do you think the last video game she played was? Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt, really? I remember my mom playing Duck Hunt on the uh, on the NES when I was a kid. She liked Duck Hunt. I don't know. I don't know if my mom ever got into like mobile games or like Facebook games. I don't think she ever did. I don't know. Um. So, you know something I'm real excited about coming out next year is what's that? My fucking Star Wars Visions Series 2 or Season 2, whatever you want to call it. The next mm -hmm. volume of Star Wars Visions. So, I'll be honest with you. I don't really know how I feel about this this news that came out about it this week because I love Star Wars vision so much and had been wanting anime inspired Star Wars stories for so long that, um, it, look as an overall animation fan, I'm still excited, but I'm, I can't lie and say I'm not uh, the least bit uh, like slightly disappointed, um, in this news. Right. Yeah. Um, so this is what came out. Um, and this is with the uh, uh, the executive producer of the series, James Waugh. This is what he said. We announced that we're going to do um, a Visions Volume 2. The first anthology is anime because we all love the style of it. But personally, my intention for Visions was always to let it be more a more broad palette because there's so much great animation go work going on in the world. There's so many interesting voices in all sorts of other mediums that are really focused on animation right now. And we really wanted it to be, in a way, a sub-brand that allowed for different creators to come celebrate Star Wars from their own unique cultural perspectives. And so Visions Volume 2 is sort of a global tour of some of the most interesting animation studios on a global level. We have studios from South Africa, Chile, England, Ireland, France, India, and the guiding light there was that we want their storytelling to be a reflection of what Star Wars meant in their culture, but also a reflection of the myths and stories that could only come out of their cultural context. Spring next year is currently where we're targeting, and I think it's an absolutely beautiful anthology. 
So it definitely seems like um, less anime influence and visions too, and more sort of a, like he was saying, a worldwide representation of different animation studios, which I think is very cool. I want to make it clear that I'm not like hating on other countries' animation studios. No. I was just looking forward to more Star Wars anime. And there will at least be a couple of episodes, I'm sure, that are, you know, from Japanese studios. Um, I like the idea of continuing those stories mm -hmm. that were started in the original vision, several of those. Yeah. But I don't want that to come at the price of this other project they're doing because I really like that. It's very kind of Epcot, Disney-ish, mm -hmm. like you know, a sample from all around the world, like animation styles from, you know, all over the world. I really dig that idea. So I'm really excited about this project. While I do, you know, I would love for a continuation of some of those stories we had in the original visions. I am still very much excited about this project. I want to see, you know, I want to see what Star Wars has meant to the rest of the world through their culture yeah. that they can show through animation. And, and I'm really excited about that. There's a lot of cool, like... There is, I mean, he's not wrong. There's a lot of cool animation studios kicking around doing their thing. Like, I think of that French animation studio that did that show Arcane on Netflix. I would yeah. love to see that studio do an episode of Absolutely. Visions. That would be incredible. Um, you know, it's just, like I said, we waited and wanted. We talked for five, six years on this show about how cool mm -hmm. it would be to get Star Wars anime. So... Yeah, Listen, absolutely. You know what I think they should like. I think it would be cool as if yearly Star Wars, or yearly, or, or every other year, every year and a half, we get Star Wars visions um, anthologies that you know represent animation studios from all over the world, and then maybe they could even have like a dedicated anime. Because I want to see. I'm like you. I want to see like. A follow up to the ninth Jedi, big time. That's my biggest one. Right. I want to see them continue on. I would love to see more from the character from the duel. Several of these I would love to see carried on. I think, I think you're exactly right. I think this is the way you do it. But I think you and I may have discussed this before. Was like, you create the brand. You know that what you just said, the Star Wars um, anthologies. Like an, an anthologies collection. And each independent project can be named whatever it is. You know, the Ronin or whatever. Like Star Wars anthologies, the Ronin. Or Star Believe Wars Visions. Visions. No, see, this or one. You want... Like, I think it would be cool if Visions was just, you know, non-canon, unique animation. Whether that be anime, whether that be... Well, that's what I'm talking about. So, like, yeah. I, like, I think it would be cool if, like, you had... Kind of like what you're saying. Star Wars Visions. And I'm saying the and, continuations and, would be called the anthologies. Like you could leave the visions separate. Well, see, it, I kind of like the idea of like maybe it's a separate event in completely, but under the visions banner. So you get Star Wars Visions. Mm -hmm. Let's say, okay, let's think hypothetically here. You get the Star Wars Visions Series 3 and like, uh, what's next year? 2025 or something right 2024 mm. 2025 sort of in the beginning of the year and then later in the year in the fall or whatever you get star wars visions the ninth jedi and it's you know 
is it a single episode? Is it a few episodes that follow up that story? I don't know, but it's still under the Visions banner, but focused on one studio and one story that you're continuing and and continue that on. Like, like, look, Warner Brothers can't seem to get their fucking dicks out of their mouths when they're trying to put movies together and shit. They can't seem to figure out what the fuck to do. They're taking shit off of HBO Max. It seems like it's a disaster over there. But their DC animated stuff is pretty fucking cool for the most part. There's a lot of them that Mm -hmm. are really cool. I want to see Star Wars do that, right? The the DC animated universe has effectively told the stories of lots of comic book arcs that exist within their universe. Yeah, and a lot of them are really good. Some of them aren't great, but a lot of them are really good. And I just think it would be cool if, you know, we occasionally got like, you know, uh, Star Wars The Ninth Jedi, not movie per se, but like, you know, an hour to an hour and a half episode that continued on the story. I don't know. I just want more of I that mean, story. I want more Star Wars anime, and I want more cool anime stu- or animation studios to do cool Star Wars shit. I want it all. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, and part of you wonders why they don't just go ahead and do it because they did like the show Star Wars Resistance. Mm-hmm. Where they just kind of they pay they're like all right we're gonna do two seasons of that and then we're just gonna drop that hot potato you know that kinda, and that still kind of bums me out because I feel like it had more steam in it like I feel I do like, too I agree like I feel like you could have gotten at least another season out of it and it like it's it's a shame I haven't gone back and watched Resistance I want to go back and watch it sort of like as an entire story because there's so mm-hmm. much of it alike and alike pretty much all the characters and um the animation definitely felt a little cheaper than your typical star wars fair but it's still real bright and colorful and fun and shit so i want to i mean you're talking to a guy who kaz had to grow on him right yeah. but like once he did i was super invested in the ship and the story and mm-hmm. the characters and then by the time i'm super invested they're like all right pat on the back good job everybody it's and, over hey like, we're and done. not for nothing i think the star wars resistance figures are some of the best figures fucking hasbro has done in the modern era like i got those figures they only did one wave of them and they look like fucking saturday morning cartoon figures there's something so cool about them i love them. right they're really cool fucking figures they never did vehicles obviously i'm always bitching about that um i don't know man i think they could do more with or, or, i think they could have done more with resistance you it's weird like rebels has carried on in a big way right obviously we're getting basically the sequel the the continuation of the story in rebels it's getting continued in live action right Mm -hmm. we're getting live action versions of all those characters like the the story beat that that show left out on is now going to be in live action um resistance seems definitely like the uh the dark horse of star Wars animation in a lot of ways where there, and and that's not to say it doesn't have its fans. I see people talking very highly of it on Twitter and social media fairly often. I consider myself a fan of resistance, but it doesn't seem to have had the staying power that rebels did. Yeah. 
I uh, and I don't know why that is. I feel like it's one of those uh, under undervalued kind of things because you, you see that that meme of they're like, look, it doesn't have to be anything great. Just put, you know, I need filler. I need filler between these two movies, and it needs to be animated for the kids, right? And the you know whoever got that project was like, you know, put the pen to the paper and it catches fire, like. They wrote a good story and came up with some good characters. That's a good little show mm-hmm. just for its life to be two seasons, you know, and to intended to be two seasons. Seem, seemingly. Um, I don't know. I would love to know the behind you, the th- scenes thinking of that. Was it just meant because it's weird. It was also in a weird era of Star Wars TV, right? Where it was still on filler Disney like, XD. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it was not it was before Disney Plus. It was Disney XD was never like super easy to interface with. Like I had I had the app because I had cable at the time and the app was always real glitchy and shit and didn't really work well. Like and probably a pain in the ass to get to through the cable menu menus. Yeah. And and so like it was before Disney Plus. So it didn't have, you know, it, and it's obviously it's on there now, but it didn't have like a high quality streaming home where it was easily accessible for a lot of people and then i mean the way that it it ends and then not much longer after that we get the seventh season of clone wars and then the bad batch really does make it seem like they were like well we gotta have an an animated show to cover these two years we can't Mm -hmm. you know we always got to have some sort of animation kicking around keeping the brand alive or not alive that's a well, because it's probably technically the cheapest to produce. Resistance definitely was. I don't know about like the seventh season of Clone Wars and Bad Batch. They seem pretty expensive. That's true. There's a lot of polish on those. I don't know. Um, so the other thing I wanted to briefly hit on before we hear from our friends. Uh, there's apparently, I don't know what to believe. I ain't going to get my hopes up. But there's some rumors kicking around about a second season of Book of Boba Fett. I don't know. I don't know, man. I hope so. I really hope. I mean, so. um, you were just talking. Uh, it's I believe the Kotor argument applies here. You know, it, that's just leaving money on the table, right? As yeah. long as all everybody is present and willing and able, Boba Fett's got a rancor if no one hasn't forgotten, and is is the lord of a city on Tatooine. Nobody I wants to know this. how that pans out. I Nobody wants say, to know where that goes. I look. I was never. Uh, opposed to him just hanging out on Tatooine for the whole season. If there's a season two, my boy got to get up and stretch his legs a little bit. You know what I mean? I need to see oh, him in wow. the ship. Sure. I need him hitting the galaxy. I mean, he owns a ship that can traverse the galaxy. Like, yeah, there's no yeah. reason he's just going to sit on Tatooine. Like, Finnick Shan quite obviously has it under control. But see, that's the thing. I don't want Boba being like, hey, Finnick, watch over the place while I'm gone. I want her along for the adventure, too. I mean, I you just slap in a well-trained apprentice that Finnick has, you know, trained or in the meantime. That fucking the mod squad. Hey, kids, watch Boom. the place while Done. dads. No crazy parties, you know. Yeah, okay. they seem to be real fair. All right, so I am. Uh, we're gonna listen to a little ditty, and then we're gonna listen to a couple of voicemails. Then I'm getting the fuck out of here because I gotta go drop the whip and the nene on some kids in Fortnite. So here we go. Thank you. 
good, so. The fact that we have three fucking super high quality little transition songs to play before voicemails and emails makes me so goddamn happy. You guys are so fucking talented. Right. That just goes to show our listeners are the best that our moisture farmers are the best. They really are the best. There ain't no, there ain't no doubt about that. That's what I'm talking about. Every single one of the songs that you guys created, when it plays, before it makes me smile. Like that song, just I got the biggest grin on my face. Like that is the biggest, coolest thing that people can do for us. Um, so listen, hey, if you want to send in a voicemail or email, uh, blueharvestpodcast at gmail dot com. So we got two voicemails this week. We're going to first up here from our boy Mister One Hundred Kobe. I feel like we haven't heard from Kobe in a little bit. See what he's up to. Hey, how's and wheel? It's your boy Kobe, aka Mister One Hundred. How's it hanging? Hopefully, you're keeping that shit clean. You know, I keep it clean. We're right on the precipice of uh, Andor coming out, but up until then, I really don't have a whole lot of Star Wars to talk about. But I just, man, I really wanted to write in. I haven't written in a while. Um, haven't talked to you guys in a while, so I got a little bit of a story for you. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Not Star Wars related or anything. Just a little story. It might be a little weird at first, but just keep your minds open. It'll all come full circle. Just kind of bear with me here. All right. So I used to have a job as an internship uh, working with a surgeon. And I'll I'll try to keep this as short as possible. I don't want it to run long. Um, But anyway, long story short, I eventually in my internship got to sit in an operation. Um, In this operation, this guy came in. And the surgeon was a plastic surgeon, by the way. Uh, and he wanted a, essentially, a dick reduction surgery. Due to patient and doctor confidentiality concerns and all that, I'm not allowed to disclose any you know personal information about the guy. But, um, yeah, he came in and he, and he wanted a pretty standard uh, pretty dick reduction standard. surgery. So we pretty thought standard. it ended up being quite a job. Anyway, won't get into many details, but I got to sit in on it and then we're all said and done. And, you know, you have your, obviously when you get a dick reduction surgery, you got your, your leftovers, right? Your, your, your entrails. Your schmeats. And there's just one nice piece of just pure Johnson that would just got pretty much just cut off, right? And it was just magnificent. And they're, you know, and they're just going to bag it up and throw it away or whatever they do with the entrails. And I'm like, hell no. So I grabbed myself a jar and some formaldehyde solution to keep it fresh. And I threw that thing in a jar, man. I kept it. I kept it with me. Well, turns out you're not allowed to do that. Um, long story short, I got fired. Understandable, I guess. But hey, I got myself a sick-looking chunk of Johnson in this jar. I don't know if that makes me like Jeffrey Dahmer or some weirdo, but I just thought it was nice. And I was taking that shit home. Anyway, 
down the road, um, I'm having trouble finding a job. And my buddy calls me up and says, hey, I got a job. Or I got a job. I'm working for this vendor, uh, food vendor. Do you like pop-up food carts in, in, in Chicago? And um, so I head up to Chicago and and, and I am and I start there and this it's great. Is, I love it, right? This is getting and I get wild. down the line, I'm working. The boss like, hey, man, you're doing like great. It. I want you to work at one of our... Like our uh, number one selling points uh, in town. It's just, it's this convention in, in, in Chicago. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm down. So I go there and I'm selling, man. And my food's selling like crazy, specifically hot dogs, right? And I'm selling, I'm selling, I'm selling. And I get to like the last few people and then eventually the last guy and I look down and he wants a hot dog, right? And I look down and there's no hot dogs left. I'm completely out. Just pure hot dog water. It's like Limp biscuit up in here. Um, I don't like it. And I don't like where this is I'm going. I'm like, oh shit, this guy's got nope. an evil look in his eye. He looks like, I mean, he, this nope. guy looks like he's about to just go and freaking slap somebody right across the face. I don't know. Just getting that vibe. No. And I look down, I'm like, man, I'm screwed. I got to get this guy a hot dog. He will leave me a nasty Yelp review or call in and get me fired. I don't know. I got to figure something out. So I'm panicking. I'm panicking. And I'm looking around and I remember, I got it. I know how I'm going to get out of the situation. So I grab my jar. I kept that I kept with me from my previous internship. I pull out that Johnson, man. I slap it down on a bun, cover it up in some condiments. This guy's never going to know. I give it to him. He pays me and he walks off and he walks up to this guy. Right. And he they're talking. They're having a normal conversation. Everything looks normal, but I'm just kind of watching them. And they're talking. They're talking. Everything's normal. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he picks up his hot dog like a club and just smacks the guy across the face with it. I mean, I was just so appalled. I'd never seen anything so egregious in my life. I just thought that was just the craziest thing ever. You know, how can you have, I was there when this guy got this crazy dick reduction surgery. I was there when this guy got slapped in the face with a hot dog. Like the things in my life that I've seen, man, the only other crazy thing is if those two stories correlated somehow, that would, that would just be insane. But who knows, I guess. As always, you guys are the best. Have a good one. Peace out. I don't like it. I don't like it. Was he... So you got hit in the face with a chunk of formaldehyde penis? That I think he was trying to say was my own. This was like was your own. this was like in the early two thousands when J. Michael Straczynski or however you say that guy's name was writing Spider Man and he came up with the storyline that Gwen Stacy way back in the day went to Europe to 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 find herself ended up having sex with the Green Goblin Norman Osborn and having twins that later came and fucking uh, uh, haunted Peter Parker. That's some 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 wild shit right there, my dude. What was going on, man? That is wild. Man. That is wild. That man took me on a wild ride. He took Mr. me Toad's on a wild ride. He took me on a real wild ride. Talk walking around with a. Jo- I it was okay. So let's say the fact that he said a pretty quote unquote standard dick reduction s- story alone i mean i'm not gonna kiss. lie he kind of had me in the first half and then he got fired for putting the dick chunk in the jar i was like oh oh okay <laughs> and then 
Okay, so then he gets another job, seemingly, you know, a little while later, right? And yeah. uh, another phallic rated career. Yeah, he's now now he's he's slinging he's slinging weenie he's slinging glizzies right he's <laughs> Chicago's number one glizzy vendor. Mm-hmm. Why does he have the jar of dick with him? Like the, I get it, you keep that on your desk or on your your collectible shelf or something. You don't. You just brought it with you to work. I don't. Where's yeah? We maybe need a good luck this. charm. Maybe it is. Maybe he wore Maybe it on a chain a, around a his neck. chunk sized jar. Maybe it's like a tiny baby food. Well, I don't know how much you had removed, but uh, maybe if, it's a if, pickle jar. If I had any removed, they took too much. <laughs> they took too much. Fuck me, man. <laughs> old jar, old jar, old jar, pickle dick, old pickle dick jar. <laughs> All right, let's hear from Jim. Oh, oh, that's Man. that is a wrinkle. That's now that's canon. You know what I mean? That's like, mm-hmm. like we just had a story group meeting and we told Kobe, we're at, we're at the fucking you know the beef story group meeting and we're like Kobe, you take it and whatever you say is canon. And he was like, well, <laughs> this is not a, this is my Dave Filoni. This isn't my Kobe. What if there was a place where they could travel time like a world between worlds? And people were like, fuck! There's going to be some <laughs> theories in the future. <laughs> All right, let's hear from Jim. What's up, Hawes and Will? Good evening. How the hell are you? I uh, got a little something different tonight I wanted okay. to try. It's called uh, Who Would Win in a Fight? And uh, I think it's pretty easy to guess the premise. But uh, I was going to list a few verses, and uh, you guys let me know what you think. You should all play right. this game First with all the time. Kiati Mundi, coming in hot, versus Master Sunube. Kiati Mundi all day, every day. Kiati. Kiati. You, you already know that if, this, if every one of these Next. is going to be now, this would be a fucking bit du jour. If every single <laughs> one of these was Kiati Mundi versus other people. Yeah, right. Next up, we got Chancellor Valorum versus Boss Nass. Boss Nass, Boss all, Nass. Day. all day. That man probably had to fight his way there. Yeah. And 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 like he gets himself hopped up by doing that fucking face shake, that bullfrog face shake. Yep. All right, we've got Lando Calrissian uh-huh. versus Han Solo. If Lando Calrissian won that fight, it would be some amount of luck. Something very lucky would have happened for Lando Calrissian, because I feel like Han would be tougher. I don't know, man. I, it's tough. This one's tough. I see them so evenly, evenly matched in my head. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think Han's the better say, pilot, but Lando, Han, yeah. I think, is the smoother dude. He does right. some pretty fucking smooth shit in uh, in Solo. I don't know. That one's tough. I think you I think you're sort of on to it. 
here's a, I think a tough one. Uh, Hera Sandula versus Cassian Andor. I think Hera wins. I don't know why. And I love Cassian. I would have to say. And I think, see, the thing is, is like, it depends on which version of Cassian you're talking about. You're talking about the end yeah. of Rogue, Rogue One Cassian, or are you talking like ruthless ass killing his friends on the that fucking whatever that play the ring of caffeine that's i think what it was called you want to and which hera you know if you're talking about bad batch french hera you know young uh or you know badass <clears throat> rebel pilot of her own ship yeah she's like so, you know leader. you know who who loses in that fight us that's who yeah. loses in that fight if Hera and Cassian yeah. are fighting. Yeah, because those are two great people you want to have on your side. Very good at How what they do. How about Crazy Spider Maul versus Chopper? Oh, I mean. Oh, man. Spider Maul would rip Chopper. Yeah, yeah, peace and love to Chopper. Chopper's a little badass and he's awesome and he's like, you know, he's that generation's spicy little droid they love doing spicy little droids in star wars now i'm here for it's it like what would this alligator do to this yorkshire terrier like, <laughs> yeah uh, but like snacks bro Snack spider is what that crazy ass spider mall is just filled with rage and tummy ache how about Django fett versus din Jaren. Oh. oh. Now, I will say this simply because I believe it to be the case. I believe the quality of Din Jaren's character and who he is and the ideals he holds means the force is strong with him. So I think Din Djarin would win because the Force is stronger with him. Din and Jango Fett might be the more experienced, better soldier. But in the end, Bruh, I, I, I believe Din Djarin would prevail because I think the Force is, force is strong with him. I agree with you. But I'm going on a different route on why I agree with you, right? It's, and it's because Din Djarin ain't half bad with that Darksaber. And our boy Jango... Uh, he's got a weakness. He loses his head when lightsabers show up. So, I kind of, true. Yeah, I think Din might win that. Yep. All right, my last one. Before my last one, you guys, I, I appreciate you and ignite the green. Uh, the last one is uh, Child Anakin versus Wado. What do you think? Could he take him? Oh man. All right, if Watto really back the green. If Watto like lost himself and really pissed off Anakin, I can see him like snapping and like splattering him across the ceiling accidentally. Uh, dude, uh, I was gonna say I one hundred percent there. I think one hundred percent little kid Anakin would like basically Ted Bundy serial killer fucking rip the wings off of Watto if he really wanted to. 
there ain't a thing about <laughs> Watto that seems like he'd be good in a fight. Like I think, yeah, right. like I think, like if if Watto stepped over the line in just the right way in that fucking junk shop, scene fades to black, and the next thing you see <laughs> is Watto being cooked over a, a being is fucking spit roasted over a fire like those Kawakian monkey lizards in the first episode of the Mandalorian. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I think uh, there's I can't think of a single Star Wars character that couldn't fucking doo doo stomp Watto if they wanted to, man. Yeah, Especially right. with Watto with the five o'clock shadow and Attack of the Clones. Oh, I was about to say five o'clock shadow Waddle, the his neck Waddle. Mm-hmm. That's the grossest Watto. Bruh. Bro, I really think like newborn baby Luke Skywalker from the end of episode three. <laughs> if you put him in a room with Watto and left, I think you come back to dead Watto. <laughs> like, I just don't think there's not a single uh, Star Wars character I can't envision grabbing Watto by his ankles and fucking beating him on the ground back and forth like a like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Was Ripping those wings off one at a time like a like a flower. Yeah. Fucking turning him into a giant pair of chance cubes that he's using to to fucking get out of letting people out of human slavery. Wada's piece of shit. Fuck Wada. Yeah, right. Fuck Gardula the Hut too. Background <laughs> ass character. Background ass character Gardula the Hut. Gardetto's ass. Eating ass. Bad what CG was the, hut. The Doug. The asshole Sebulba? Doug. Sebulba. There you I go. I would snatch Sebulba up by his neck and fucking give his ass a swirly and a porta potty. Fuck that dude. Right. You let me get my hands on Sebulba. Anakin would fuck up Sebulba. Uh, yeah. You know who would fuck up Sebulba? Wald. Anakin's little Rodian friend. Mm. <laughs> I always thought that that was uh, Greedo. Interestingly enough, it's not, but there's a deleted scene from The Phantom Menace where Anakin gets into a street fight with a young Greedo. So there was going to be two little Rodians in uh, mm. that movie, and they deleted the Greedo scene. And, like, Qui-Gon has some sort of, you know, wise fucking message about, like... Nonviolence. Yeah, and he'll get his one day. Don't you worry. All right, buddy. That does it for this week. You want to go play some Fortnite? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, sure. Bruh, in the span of an hour and four minutes, I forgot about my revenge plan on Luke's Luke Cruiser. So we got to go get to it. We got to hop on this, my dude. I'm going to put All this right. episode together real quick, and then we're going to play some Fortnite. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, you should leave us a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Helps other people find us. You should listen to Stoned Cobra on iTunes. Spotify or at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com and we'll see you next week. This has been Blue Harvest. I'm Hall's Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>